and welcome to the Health is Pow Hers podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Anna Esparham, and this is your number one podcast that supports women with deep healing using your own intuition as a guide. And just to let you know, we have two new programs as our team is growing, and we've launched a sleep group coaching program for teens based on an NIH-funded intervention for teens who struggle with getting enough quality, deep, and refreshing sleep. And we've also launched our faith-based headache coaching program, one for teens and one for women with two headache physicians who definitely know and have the experience how to heal head pain from within. And there's absolutely no pressure to join the program, but if you'd like to hear more, I would love to share if we both feel you're a good fit. So you can head over to healthispowher.com to schedule your call now. And if you want one, please make sure to grab your spot fast. These calls are going pretty quickly as I'm getting booked and I'm so excited to connect with those of you who schedule now on to the show. And now I'm obligated to tell you our disclaimer that Anna Esperham, MD, is a medical doctor, but she is not your doctor and she is not offering medical advice on this podcast. So if you are in need of professional advice or medical care, you must seek out the services of your own doctor or healthcare professional. As this podcast provides information only and does not provide any financial, legal, medical, or psychological services or advice, and none of the content on this podcast prevents, cures, or treats any mental or medical condition, as you are responsible for your own physical, mental, and emotional well-being being decisions, choices, actions, and results. Health is Power LLC disclaims any liability for your reliance on any opinions or advice contained in this podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Health is Powers podcast. We have a special guest with us today. Her name is Tracy Pleshcourt and tell us a little bit about you and welcome to the show, Tracy. Thank you. This is fun being live on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, so I, it's I've done this before. I just did it a long time ago. Um, and there's I can't I'm not very good at social media. And so I'm trying to be more present for everyone because I feel like a lot of what we have to say and the messages on this podcast is super important for people to understand and a little bit different from sort of the mainstream social media that's out there. So yeah. I, I'm going to keep making an effort. So thanks for agreeing to this. My pleasure. Yeah. Um, so my name is Tracy Fleshcourt. I live in Minnesota where it is snowing like you wouldn't believe right now. So I'm not in the northern part where they are getting like feet of snow. I were probably maybe at, I don't know, six inches, but it is absolutely gorgeous right now. Um, totally putting me in the in the holiday spirit. But I am a former advertising executive turned life coach. So not that normal career path that you think of when uh, you meet life coaches, but that's the world I came out of. And I feel so fortunate to have had a stint in that advertising world where, you know, you get to work amongst all the creative people and the sexy brands and all that good stuff. Um, and today I coach people who want to achieve goals and solve their problems fast. And I started because I had my own problems and goals to achieve. And I didn't really know the best way to, you know, get to the other side to achieve what I, what I really deeply desired. And 
I always thought probably like most of your listeners that it was like a white knuckling willpower, you know, journey. And that wasn't very enjoyable. Even though I consider myself kind of an overachiever, I usually, if I, if I set a goal out loud, I would, you know, nine out of 10 times, it would usually come to be, but in retrospect, I would do it at huge sacrifices. I would do it at my own expense over and over and over. And it wasn't until probably, I don't even know, my hundredth weight loss attempt that I realized there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way. And at the time I was coaching a lot of women on professional goals And I happened to be going through my own weight loss journey. And because over social media, people were starting to see me get smaller and smaller. My clientele started to really kind of morph into more people who wanted to lose weight. And so long story short, I created a uh, a program that really focused on, okay, how do you do this in a different sort of way? How do you actually kind of create an operating system that starts at the level of your mind. It doesn't start with like this set of rules, like a lot of other, you know, weight loss programs do. And then it really started to take off where I can apply this operating system for a lack of a better word to any goal or any problem that anybody brings forward. And so it's called the self-control operating system. My company is called Self-Made You. And it's just an online school where we teach people how to solve their problems fast and achieve any goal. And they really learn how to tap into this inherent skill that they don't yet know that they have. Um, And I, you know, I, kind of think of myself as a little bit of a slow learner. So I like to use frameworks. I like to teach with frameworks. I find myself only probably a thousand times a day going back to my very own framework of S-E-L-F. So anytime I have a problem or I feel overwhelmed or anxious, I immediately go back to the S-E-L-F framework and I just start working my way through it. And that's the that's the self-control operating system. It creates a sense of self-control so that I can get the results that I want. And I would just say that, you know, how do you know if you have a problem or how do you know if you um, are struggling with a certain goal? Most people would say, I feel kind of out of control. I don't know what to do, you know? So it's a lack of self-control. So that's the objective is to create self-control so that you can get the results that you want. That's amazing. I um, am just thinking about you applied this and and learned this initially, not only through your life coach training, but also through your experience, which is huge. I think this is just one of the biggest things about coaching and that we share our experience. We've been through it. We've walked that path and we can share that with others. And I love putting that into a framework. That's what I do too, as I basically with my chronic pain and my autoimmune group coaching programs for women, because that's, those are the two major issues I had dealt with in addition to a lot of women's health issues, but I can only do so many at once, but I had to develop and put that into a framework on how I basically healed myself. And so I just love that. And I, I love how you 
kind of come back to the self because that's what it was for me to heal. I really had to connect with me again and connect with that true authentic self um, and align with me. Yeah. In yeah. order to heal. Yeah. Because if you ultimately believe that the solution lies outside of you, or another way to say it is the solution doesn't, you know, come from within, then you're always going to be on this like exploration for the next silver bullet. What is it that I don't yet know? And you'll be doling out the cash, you know, thinking that there is just a solution that you haven't yet found. When the truth is the solution that you haven't yet found is actually within you. And I know that that sounds kind of woo woo, but it is like such a truth that I live by because I have the evidence and I like you, I I'll, I'll be vulnerable. You know, I share my stories because I know that it impacts people and I know people need evidence to be willing to try new things. And um, so the frameworks help because they give you kind of that place to start and they, it provides kind of a safety net of, okay, well, the next step has already been kind of dictated. I know that I'm going to go from here to here. All of these steps, these four steps of my self-control operating system, they all require you to go within, but you always have that safety net. Like I like to think of this operating system as something that's always in my back pocket. Every time I feel, you know, some unwanted feeling, whether it's anxiety or it's frustration or it's anger or overwhelm, I immediately remind myself, you know what? I just got to pull that little framework out and I've just got to work my way through it step by step by step. That's amazing. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel too. And it is, it's, it is. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show too, because it is so hard to explain and um, the aspect of aligning with yourself and going within and tuning in and developing that intuition and trusting yourself. Because I mean, I, I would read, I did therapy, I did all kinds of, um, you know, courses and trying to gain experience and intuition and trusting myself. And it really wasn't until I actually had to experience all of the hardships and the issues for myself and worked with a coach. And, and that was really that defining moment where I knew coaching was such a valuable option and healing option for so many people because I had done everything. I, I really, and it wasn't until I got that coach that I was on the right path. And it, I almost wonder, and it, this wasn't my path, obviously, I needed to go through all that in order to find the coach and realize that coaching was the correct course, but I is a faster way to heal and to overcome obstacles and these challenges and achieve your goals and develop your own solutions um, is what I'm finding out through as I'm learning my own coaching. Yeah. I mean, I think we're all, you know, we, we all learn in different ways. I think that um, a lot of people can relate to applied learning. And I think that 
you know, even those kind of learners maybe don't have the perspective that a lot of coaches do where the coach can kind of point to the evidence and, and really open up your mind to, you know, this is the evidence that this is working. They lead you to see that so that you can understand how, you know, your thoughts are actually what's creating the feeling. It's not the circumstance that's creating the feeling. Now, a coach, a good coach is going to prompt you so that you can see your own mind. That is like critically important, but that is also providing evidence because the person that's being coached is going to be able to say yay or nay. Yeah, that's exactly what my experience is. So they're creating this like container of evidence that the coach is holding their hand through. So it's, I think applied learning is um, probably the fastest way to, you know, learn something new. Um, I know that, you know, insight typically for me is only 20% of any given like new habit. It's, it takes application. The It's like 80% application. And so of course there's a level of accountability there that a coach can help provide. But ultimately I think the, a good coach is going to kind of create this container of evidence and it's evidence that's being created from your own experience. And they're going to help you see that. Yeah, that's perfect. That's a perfect way to put it. So um, when you use a lot of this and and for the weight loss and you tried, you tried all kinds of diets. Is that what you said? All kinds of diets. Did you do anything else besides diets or was there like other therapy or other program? No, I mean, it was all, it was kind of the mainstream diets, you know, I could sit here and list them off, but I think we all know them. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work. I think what I learned the data was what not, I can't remember 90, 95% of them don't work or something. Well, and here's the deal. If you would combine the rules of any diet with the management of your mind, they'd all work. So it's not like, I don't want to demonize the diets because, you know, to some extent, you know, would, if, would you get the goal of losing weight? Probably, but you know, there's more to it than that. And I would say mental health and metabolic health cannot be overlooked when you're trying to lose weight. And I think that those probably are two of the biggies that get missed. Like if you think about I, when I was in high school, we were all like signed up for the low fat diet. Yeah. Low fat, right? Which is not metabolically <laughs> from a metabolic perspective is not the healthiest diet that you know you should be engaging in and it had it said nothing to your mental health like how the feelings that you are experiencing, the sensations that you experience from a low fat, high sugar, because that's really what that is. You know, there, nobody talks to that. Nobody talks about the additional cravings that you're going to be having because you're now engaged in a higher sugar, lower fat diet. Like, so I think that, you know, now knowing what I know now, um, if you were to combine like my operating system 
with Weight Watchers, Aptivia, like you name them, any of them, keto, whatever, then yeah, you would lose weight, right? It's because the missing component was the mental piece. Now, personally, my personal belief is that weight loss can be a byproduct of great metabolic health and metabolic health equates to longevity. So I think we're kind of, you know, losing sight of the real goal when we're, when we're laser focused on weight loss, why not get our arms around longevity? Why not, you know, really like look at our energy and where the energy is coming from so that we're really enjoying our day to day. We're not white knuckling our way to a finish line of weight loss. Why? Like, why would you do that? You just, you want to metabolically be healthy and happy and high energy and like living this optimized longer life and like looking at weight loss, weight loss as a byproduct. Yeah. And, and it is so confusing to, um, just all the different diets out there, you know, paleo, keto, even the healthier ones that we're supposed to be following. And I, we, when I used to work at, um, an integrative functional medicine, academic, uh, medical clinic, um, we did have to prescribe all these different diets. And, and so I had to try that, not that I was trying to lose weight, but just through experimenting all the different diets, it was like, some of them felt awful. And I could actually intuit that. And I could sense that where if I went completely keto, apparently my body goes into major ketoacidosis within an instant. And so my body does obviously need a little bit more complex carbohydrates than another person. And I think this is where that individualization, because our gut microbiome is different than this other person's, our metabolism is different than our genes, our epigenetics. And so it does, we do have to use also that intuitive sense and align with ourselves. And then, I mean, we can definitely experiment with different diets and, and different ways of healthy eating and mindful eating. But again, it really comes back to, I think, going within that intuitive sense and what works well, what feels good, what helps your well-being, increases your energy, gets you better sleep, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, I totally 100% agree. Yeah. My launching off point when somebody says, okay, I, I, I'll give this a shot, or I'm going to choose to believe you, or what do I have to lose? Whatever. Where do I start? My, my answer to that is make a decision. I want you to decide, like, do you have a problem to solve or do you have a goal to achieve? And I know that that sounds super silly, but that just making that decision right there, you're going to feel a sense of control. Like you can like literally claim I've made a decision. I have a goal that I want to achieve, or I've made a decision. I have a problem I want to solve. And so that's where we start everybody on my website. I have like a free assessment that will tell you, you either have a goal to achieve or a problem to solve, because I want to know which part of your brain you're operating from. So we teach the neuroscience of your brain, because I think it's super important that you know yourself, including your brain. Um, and we have the primitive and we have the prodigy parts of your brain. Neither one of them is more right than the other. We just need to know where you're starting from so that we can get you on the right course. So making that decision right there, it sounds so simple. And you might not need a quiz to tell you, you might just be able to like, yep, I got a problem to solve. Um, but once you kind of stake your, you know, 
what is it? Put your stake in the ground with that decision. You've now like exuded some control. You now yes. probably feel like you have a bit of self-control, which puts you in the step going in the right direction. Hey everyone, just wanted to take a quick break and let you know about our new sleep group coaching program for teens called Lunar Nights beginning this early summer, late spring for teens who struggle with paying attention at school due to fatigue and lack of deep refreshing sleep, which now 80% of teens have. And so we are going to help them implement evidence-based mind-body therapies from two nationally recognized pediatric integrative medicine physicians, including me, that will help transform your teen's life from existing on autopilot to achieving their best in life and truly thrive. So go ahead and email us at hello at healthispower.com or chat with us online at healthispower.com and you can just schedule a quick 10 to 15 minute session with us and we'll be happy to tell you more about the program. All right, back to the show. Yeah, it's intention setting. I just uh, talked about this on my other podcast interview with Benjamin Ye on the Boom Vision podcast. And and we always talk about the intention setting. And I've been doing it daily because my I also have a life coach slash business coach too. And um, they always had talked about in the very beginning is set that intention first thing in the morning. It is life-changing. It's yeah. like once you have that goal, just like you said, do you have a goal or do you have a problem to solve? Um, I frame it just like, what does my higher self, you know, want me to accomplish today or want me to be, or want me to do today? Um, what is my ideal day look like? And that is my intention setting. So that's, that is so perfect how you align your framework with that. Yeah. Yeah. And it also not only sets the intention, but it heightens your awareness around like which part of your brain you're operating from so that you know the next step that will in my system that informs the next step. So a good example is let's say somebody is um, 150 pounds, but they want to be 120 pounds. I just asked them, do you feel like you have a goal to achieve or do you have a problem that you want to solve? It's so interesting to see because it can go either direction, correct? Right? Some people would say, I have the goal of weighing 120 pounds, or I am 30 pounds overweight, and that's a problem. Like, I need to know which part of their brain they're operating from because that is going to set the course for the next steps. So, yes, intentions for sure, but it also informs the next step. So cool. How interesting. Okay. So what's the next step? Okay. So it's first deciding. And then once you've made that decision or you've taken our quiz and we've made the decision for you <laughs> and you can claim it as your decision. Now it's S E L F. So S is self coaching. And that's so important because I want people to feel like dependent on themselves to ask themselves high quality questions, not to continue to just operate on autopilot and going day by day, moment by moment, feeling maybe, you know, burdened or anxious or whatever it is that they operate from every day. I want them to be asking themselves high quality questions. So that's what it looks like to self-coach. 
in a nutshell. Like, of course, there's there's lots of learnings and lots of concepts within it. But in a nutshell, it's really asking yourself high quality questions like, how am I feeling right now? Why am I feeling that way? So you can connect the dots back to the thought. That's huge. That's the bulk of self-coaching. The E of S-E-L-F is eliminating obstacles and those saboteur narratives. Those are coming from your primitive brain that, you know, has a purpose. It's meant to keep you safe, but it was way more valuable back in the primitive ages, primitive stages of, you know, life. And we're not really in any danger anymore. And so what was meant to keep us safe has now turned into sabotage. If you operate from those narratives, it's usually a net negative result. It's a sabotaging type thought. It did once have a purpose, but left unmanaged, it will sabotage you. So you want to E is eliminate the obstacles. Some of those are very like tangible obstacles. So for my clients who are working on um, over drinking, if they want to stop over drinking, they may want to eliminate the obstacle of going to happy hours, right? So it might be tangible, but I would say most of the time, it's the things that you can't see that we're going to work to eliminate. And it's a lot of those saboteur narratives. The L is leveraging your prodigy brain strengths. So again, there's some concepts that go within that, some learning, but your your prodigy brain, aka prefrontal cortex, is the logic part of your brain. It's the part of your brain that will use data to make decisions. It'll call out the dramatic primitive brain thoughts. Um, it's way more responsive and less reactive. So I teach my clients how to leverage the strengths that are inherent within your prodigy brain. Most people don't want to even know that they have them. So when you know them, when you can literally, and of course I have frameworks for those, but when you know that they're in within you, you can tap into those suckers without knowing that it's very hard to tap into them with intention. And then the F is forging intentional results. So back to your point, you know, you're setting the intention. And so I have a, a math formula that I teach my clients that literally you put what it is that you want to create in your equals line and you just reverse architect it. Um, so, but you're doing it with intention. You are intentionally deciding what actions you're going to take and from what feelings you're going to be taking those actions. You're going to intentionally decide what it is that you're going to be thinking that will create that feeling that you'll be taking the actions from. So very intentional way of operating, but it really does take the S, the E, the L to get to that point where you can forge those intentional results. Oh yeah, that's perfect. Oh yeah. I kind of want to try it. I want to try it out. <laughs> I want to try it out on my problems or my yeah, goals. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, I do. It's so funny. Like I, I just got off of uh, a day's worth of coaching calls and it's so interesting when somebody will, you know, catch themselves, they'll <laughs> say something about a problem. They'll catch themselves. They're like, Oh, that's not what I meant. I'm like, it's all good. 
it's totally fine. Like our objective here is not to like put to sleep your primitive brain. The objective is to not react from your primitive brain. Your primitive brain is not going anywhere. Like you don't want your primitive brain to go anywhere because its purpose is to keep you safe, right? If without our primitive brain, we'd be walking in front of buses. So it's got a purpose. We just don't want to be reacting from that. We want to be responding, which takes our prodigy brain to say, oh, wait, there is no bus that I need to be afraid of right now. There is no saber toothed tiger that, you know, I need to be running from. Like that was all in the primitive state. And yes, it has a purpose. Our job is to not react from all of those primitive fear-based thoughts and instead respond right? That's the objective. So I never want to lead people to believe that, you know, just because they're having those kind of thoughts, that there's something broken about them. No, no, no. There would actually be something broken about you if you weren't having those kind of thoughts. So no shame. It's just, it's a exercise of noticing it. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. It's, it's the noticing part. Well, especially if you've got so much stuff going on and you're so busy, I mean, it, I mean, even for me and I am pretty highly aware and in tune with my body because of all that I've been through since I was a teenager. And I still, I mean, I still like run over these like issues that I have been, that's been percolating in the background until it grows so big that I can no longer like put them in the background anymore. And so it does have to become front and center, but, but it's hard because we just got so many hardships to deal with in life that it, that it, that's why I think Definitely asking this question, do you have a goal or problem to solve? But with that, also learning about the intention setting for later once you get there is like a lifesaver because it yeah. that framework just helps you manage it in yeah. a busy life without having to like take a retreat, a spiritual retreat away from life. You can actually do this, you know, in your normal yeah. day-to-day activity, working and coming home and making dinner and all that stuff. Amen. Amen. And I think what I would say um, around the hard is, you know, I'm not going to fool anybody into thinking that, you know, this is your silver bullet answer. It it may feel hard. That's why it requires practice. Um, That's why a coach can be helpful. Um, But I would also challenge you to choose your hard. Like you can keep operating the way you're operating without any sort of system, without any sort of tool, and you can keep creating the results that you're creating, you know, and if you are somebody that thinks that you have a goal that you haven't yet achieved, or you think that you have a problem that hasn't been solved, you'll probably stay in that place and kind of that messy middle. And that might be hard, right? Or you can pull out this operating system and roll up your sleeves and see what kind of results you get. So choose your heart, right? And it's, um, and I would say, expect it to be a little bit of a challenge, but we grow from challenges. Like I love the, the fitness analogy. You go to the gym and you're lifting till, till you fail, right? You're lifting till failure. 
And so you need it to get hard. That's what builds this muscle. It's super important. Otherwise, life is kind of flat and life is kind of boring. So just kind of, you know, play around with that perspective. If your primitive brains, like, this is hard. Be like, damn straight, it's hard. It's supposed to be hard. Yes. And yes, I know. And so when people talk about, um, and I say this a lot in the podcast episodes, because I do promote the concept of stillness and, or meditation, hypnosis, something where you are able to sit with yourself and spend some time alone, reflecting, um, and listening and either to your higher self, your higher power, God. Um, and a lot of times I get that. Nope that is too hard for me, but it's, it is such a miracle. Once you get to that and you learn it and you build that, you know, meditative muscle because, oh, it's just so much comes from that in terms of healing. And so I totally agree. I love that analogy of the fitness about you need to build that muscle just like any other. Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to do a little coaching? With me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So got a problem or a goal? I have a problem. I, I still have trouble with people pleasing and it causes some anxiety, some, um, repeating thoughts. Um, so after certain research meetings or after interviews or, you know, meeting new people in a professional manner, um, I will be like, oh my gosh, did I say something wrong? Should I shouldn't have said that? And I'll like repeat those words, what I said in my head. And it's not, it's not something where I'm noticing it, but I know my energy is spent doing this, even though it's it's like a habit for me. It's like a reaction that occurs after um I'm in these, you know, high stakes meetings, for example, or interviews. And and it and I just kind of keep repeating it throughout the day until I notice I am like talking to myself the whole day and wasting my energy on this anxiety. Yeah. Okay. Well, so you're doing a fair amount of the self-coaching right there. Like you're a, you're noticing where the feeling, if I'm understanding you correctly, it's kind of anxiety and kind of worry because you're kind of looking backwards and kind of repeating the day. Can you think of the last time it happened? Yes, it was sometime this week and I um oh um i think it was i am applying for this residency program and um it i am meeting with several of the deans and several of the experts in this modality and i had a conversation with one of them and i just kept kind of repeating the things that i was saying did i say it right and did yeah. I impress them? Did I say something stupid? You know, things like those thoughts kept popping into my head all day, but I did catch myself pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, you have really kind of created this container around how you're going to think about that circumstance. But if I was coaching somebody that didn't have any experience with self-coaching, which it's obvious that you do, but um, I would tell people like, get real clear on the circumstance. So you started to kind of go down that path of being really generalized. Like you're like, I'm, I struggle with people pleasing. And you gave me a lot of evidence for that. 
Well, the best way to self-coach is to get really concise. You want to ask yourself like, okay, fine that that's a problem, but when's the last time that happened? Like most people, most of my clients who um, are pretty proficient at self-coaching, they do a self-coaching session with themselves every single day. So they're usually looking at just kind of like the last 24 hours and they're coming up with a very, you know, uh, particular circumstance. So your circumstance is this application process that happened this week. And your feeling was kind of one of worry, right? Or anxiousness. Mm -hmm. And your thought that was creating that feeling, the only reason we ever have a feeling is because we're thinking something first. So I have, I have what I call my mind math formula and it's, I call it mind math because it's literally like one plus two equals three. If you change the one or the two, let's say now you've changed it to one plus three, you know, you're going to get a different result, correct? It's just math. So I have, and anybody can download this off of my website. It's totally free and it's got the instructions on how to use it, but this is self-coaching. It's just a way to self-coach yourself. So you, at the very top of your sheet, you just write what the circumstances. So for, in your case, it would have been the app applying for the residency. Now I like to fit, I personally can come up with what it is that I'm feeling before I can come up with what it is that I'm thinking. <laughs> if I ask somebody, so, you know, what were you thinking? They'll always tell me what they're feeling. <laughs> so you, you, you told me you were worried and you were feeling a little anxious because you were thinking, did I say the right thing? Right? Yes. Did I say the right thing? Okay. That's it. Yep. Okay. So then now let's just pull this apart from that place of worry what were your reactions? This is what your primitive brain does. Your primitive brain, meaning to keep you safe, it's got good intentions, but you're really not in any danger, but it's offering you all of these thoughts. Like you might've said the wrong thing, which makes you feel worried. And I want you to see, it's super important to me that you see that when you're feeling that way, because you're unintentionally thinking that thought, this is what transpires. This is what unfolds. So you tell me when you were feeling worried in the context of this application, how'd you show up? If I was a fly on the wall, what would I have seen you do? Talking to myself for several hours and totally wasting my energy on that. And what you wouldn't have seen though, is my neck muscles and my head muscles tightening and tensing <laughs> before it creates a headache. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you, um, so you wasted time. You had some negative self-talk. You had some like physical reactions, body tensions, um, and the other thing too is not wasting that time with my family. So I could have been having more quality time with my family, which is super big for me right now. And this is yep. actually, that is my goal. 
that is my goal over out of all of this, how I said, this is a problem of the people pleasing. Well, my ultimate goal is really not wasting that time because I really want this time with my family. I want to be fully present and engaged with them and not worried about all this other junk that really doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So wasting time, not spending, not working towards your goal. You're actually working kind of against your goal of wanting to spend time, more time with your family. Um, the negative self-talk, wasted energy, wasted mind space, um, physically feeling tense. And my husband getting upset because I can't hear him when he's talking to me. I literally have no idea. Like he could literally be talking to my face and I am thinking of what I had just said and I have no idea what he just said. And so he gets upset because I don't listen to him, which is true because I'm, I cannot think or I cannot listen at the same time I'm thinking and worrying about this other stuff. Yeah. So you're not present. Yeah. Yeah. So all of those things, you kind of add all of that up. What does that create for you? What's your experience? A problem with our relationship. Mm -hmm. Ultimately. So it started off, the context was you applying for this application and your primitive brain is, did I say, did I do the right thing? Now, your primitive brain in an attempt to keep you safe, it's usually if it's a question, it's usually the negative like version of it. So it's really I didn't say or I didn't do the right thing is really what the root thought is. And then that has you worried. And then you show up doing all of the things. You're not present. Your body's tense. You're wasting time. You're distracted. Ultimately, you're not doing or saying the right things. You literally manifested what your primitive brain was so fixated on. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's crazy, but it happens it, 100% it of the time. so happens. And like a track light, this is definitely what happens. And I totally teach this as well in so many different aspects. Like attracts like our inner reality manifests our outer reality. So it's so funny that you talk about this. So great. Mm-hmm. So now what we've done is we've done the self-coaching. We've asked ourselves the questions of how was I feeling? Like, what is, what's the circumstance at hand? That's a great question to be asking yourself. How am I feeling about that? Why am I feeling that way? You've done a lot of self-coaching right there. You have heightened your awareness around how it is you're feeling and why. You're feeling worried because you're fixated. Your primitive brain is offering you a thought of, I didn't say or do the right thing. You've also heightened your awareness around when I'm feeling worried, this is how I show up. This is the result I create for myself. Isn't that interesting? Why would I want to continue when, when my thoughts and my feelings are my choice why would I choose that? Because that thought is a hundred percent optional. You do not have to be thinking, I didn't say, or do the right thing. How do you want to feel about that particular circumstance, that application process? empowered and allowing the the flow of whatever i said to be perfect and just right and and 
um, believe in myself that I had a great conversation and it worked out well. Okay. Is that believable to you? Yeah. That whatever, how did, okay. So how let's like really get that. Let's wordsmith that so that you really are feeling that sense of empowerment that you want to feel. I believe I can speak my truth and have a great conversation with the interviewers um, at this school. Mm -hmm. So, and we're talking about a circumstance that has already happened. So I believe I spoke my truth and you originally said, um, and what happened was meant to be. And do you believe that? Yes, because it's a big part of my life. It's just like all these experiences and events that happen in my life are just, they've always been meant to be. I've just learned from them. It, I've gained so much knowledge. I It was just always put me in the right spot that I needed to be. So yeah. it's, a big, it's a big belief for me. Yeah. Okay. So, so I can and, buy it. And so here, I just want to point this out for people who are following along with us that just notice we are not going to, let's find a really pretty positive thought. Like I did say everything right. right? Like if you don't believe that, then that's not the thought for you because that'll backfire on you because that, if you don't believe that you'll be feeling skeptical. And then how do you show up when you're feeling skeptical, right? So it's super, super, super important. We do the work. When I say my clients roll up their sleeves and do the work, this is what I mean. They like, they find a believable thought to practice that makes them feel what it is that they want to be feeling. It takes intention. So and, and personally, I believe because I am such a visual learner, that's why the mind math formula is so helpful because now you're going to be able to see, oh, this is what I create. This plus this plus this equals this when it's coming from my primitive brain. And this plus this plus this is what I get when it's coming from my prodigy brain. Why would I choose to think this when I can choose to think this? And it becomes so simple at that point, but it's not simple when it stays up in your head. It seems very chaotic and very messy. And so that's what it looks like to self-coach. And there's, you can also really dive in and start to see those primitive brain narratives and like start to call them out. Like they do kind of become the invisible enemy and you it's difficult to fight the enemy if you don't know who it is that you're fighting. So we really get clear on the specific narrative voices that we hear, like the judge. I mean, I think 90% of us can relate to judgy wudgy type. We're either judging ourselves or we're judging other people or we're judging the circumstances. I think most of us can relate to that narrative that can be very sabotaging. And that's very different than discernment, which is a strength that we can tap into, but you have to do it intentionally. One looks like living on autopilot. This one, the prodigy looks like being intentional. It looks like rolling up your sleeves, being willing to dig in, to learn something about yourself. 
Are there, this is a big uh, question that I get in doing this self-coaching every single day. Cause um, I have a, um, I use a little bit of a different framework, but very similar, similar to neuro-linguistic programming. And um, a lot of people are like, they can't do it or they don't do it every day. You know, mm-hmm. they don't have that intention of doing it every day. What yeah. are some of your tips or tricks to do yeah. this every day. Yeah, I would say, well, noticing is half the battle. And so, you know, or AKA heightening your awareness. And so what does that look like? I would say just asking yourself the question of what is it that I'm feeling right now in any given moment? Like that is such a huge step in the right direction. Sometimes people can articulate it in retrospect. But to actually pause and really tap into what you're feeling at any given moment, it takes all of about three seconds. So I don't buy it when people say I don't have enough time. It's just you haven't been given a tool and been shown how to use that tool. So here we are today. I would say pull up your calendar, find one place on that calendar where you have white space, where there is nothing scheduled and you carve out one minute, 60 seconds, set your alarm for that time. So it doesn't have to happen right now. It literally can happen, you know, three hours from now where, you know, you've got white space, set your alarm. So you're reminded, I mean, this is basic, like, but this is what my little peon brain needs. It needs to be, you know, handheld through this. And then just ask yourself, what am I feeling right now? And I know that it can be difficult to come up with the vocabulary of an emotion. I would recommend go, go to the Googles, <laughs> type in a uh, feelings wheel. And this is awesome because this will get you really close to, you know, it offers you all sorts of emotions and it's important. It's important to get specific on what it is that you're feeling. That is a step in the right direction right there. Just noticing how you are feeling. And then if you want to take the next step, ask yourself why. So if you find I am feeling critical right now, why is that? The answer is the thought that you're fixated on. And it's likely coming from your primitive brain. Good to know. That is perfect. Yeah. I, the, that's the biggest thing when, um, I journal, I'm trying to journal every day. I do not do it every day, but I am trying to journal every day as my morning routine. Cause my, my night routine is definitely the meditation and the reflection and the release. I release all the negative emotions and the stuff that's yeah. built up over the day. And yeah. so I am finding for me, the, in order to actually do it, um, because I was trying to just do it and just be aware, okay, how am I feeling? And I definitely do that throughout the day, but sometimes I get busy. I'm a very busy woman. And so I, now I'm just trying to sit after I read, I do a little, I drink my bulletproof coffee. I read a little bit. And then I, it's just quick for me, literally just like one or two sentences of, what is my higher self feeling? How am I feeling? And what am I really wanting to be or do today? So awesome. it's, it's perfect. It's just literally one or two sentences. I don't even write that much. 
Yeah. So that is your form of self-coaching. And I honestly, I don't believe that you can do it wrong. I really don't. If you are invested in understanding what it is that you're thinking and how that thinking is making you feel bravo, like that is amazing. And so I would call that self-coaching. I would, the SELF, then it's eliminating obstacles, which are inclusive of those primitive narrative saboteur type voices. Um, Leveraging the prodigy brain strengths like empathy, empathizing with yourself, empathizing with other people, really um, exploring different perspectives. That's a strength that only can come from your prodigy brain, your prefrontal cortex. Um, like tapping into your values to figure out what your next steps are. That is a function of your prodigy brain. So really leveraging those strengths that are inherent within you. Um, and that's how you then take that decisive, like, I, I always like to say like ninja, like action, like immediate action with the conviction of, I don't care if I'm going to do this imperfectly. I'm just going to do it because I've done all the work that's led to this, this intentional action that I'm going to take. So, and no matter what, it's a gift or it's an opportunity because I'm going to learn from it. So let's go. Like, oh, I love that. That's the SELF right there. And it doesn't like I gave you what would take, you know, 30 seconds finding the feeling the rest of it. You know, I'm talking five minutes every day. Yeah. And I love how you just said you can do it. It's just imperfectly. It's not, you don't have to make it some elaborate no. event. It is, it is just a few minutes a day. And that's funny. Cause you, what you just said reminds me, my friend, um, she and I are, um, she's done a lot on NIH grants for sleep. And so we're working on this program and she also is a medical acupuncturist like me. And she said, Anna, um, there's three Taoist principles. And she says, simplicity, patience with yourself and compassion with yourself. And you just combined all of that, simplifying it, being patient, empathizing and having compassion for yourself, just like you would your best friend or, you know, a family member. It's like, let's give that gift back to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, you know, I also like to remind people that your brain is not a vault it is a processor. And so for you to think that you're going to remember everything that we just told you, (laughs) no, I think, you know, write down the framework. So you have like your little, you know, memory joggers and be good with that and know that when the time and the place, you know, shows up for you to pull out that framework, have the confidence that you can do that. And so, and give yourself the grace that, we all have that three pound organ in between our ears and it is not a vault. It is, it is a processor. And so, um, go easy on yourself and, you know, find the tools that work for you. And most of all, remember that you're human and you are meant to be imperfect. I love that. That is such a perfect saying. What a great message. Thank you so much, Tracy. My pleasure. I- I was going to ask you, um, so how, I mean, are you seeing all different kinds of individuals with all different kinds of either goals to achieve or problems to solve? 
Yes. <laughs> like I giggle because um, we choose as a, as I have my mastermind membership and I require them to choose what they would consider an impossible goal. They, every six months, they choose another one. And like the diversity in impossible goals just makes me giggle. Like at uh, the last six months, we had one woman who was, um, her impossible goal was to do 10 um, chin-ups. <laughs> and That's then I hard. have... And then I have the next person who is, has a revenue goal of $1 million and, you know, and she's a, you know, a professional in the legal industry. And then I have the next person who wants to lose 50 pounds. So it's so crazy diverse. And the next person wants to heal the relationship with her son-in-law. I mean, it is, it, the diversity is amazing. And so I love that because it just supports the way that this operating system can be applied. It is unlimited in regards to its applications. It's, it's how you choose to use it. And I, I truly wholeheartedly believe that there is not a circumstance out there that it can't be applied to. And so, yeah, so I have group coaching calls and um, it's just a constant practice of applying that operating system. And, and I am confident that these people do it when they're not with me as well. And they use me more as a way to kind of check their work and kind of refine and tweak things, but they become very proficient at it. And that's my objective is to make them, you know, independent. What an amazing way to help people. That is so incredible. Um, I love how you created that system to apply to anything and everything. And it totally makes sense to me. Um, but you just put it in a way that that um, is just easy to understand. So thank you so much. How How can people find you if they are interested in achieving a goal or solving a problem? Yeah. So self made you.com. So S E L dash M A D E. And then it's the letter U.com. Um, we've got all sorts of like freebies and resources, the website <laughs> we're in the midst of a rebrand. So we've got that, that quiz that I spoke of, that'll be live here in the next couple of weeks. Um, but there's other quizzes on there right now that you can take. Um, yeah, there's there's lots of podcasts. Um, we're on every social media platform. I do a lot of free coaching, so yeah, just find us on um, on the webs right now and um, and take advantage of what we have to offer and see if it's something that um, you can put to good use. Yeah, and I'll have that, everyone. I'll put that also in the show notes and the podcast details so you can easily just link to her if you're interested. Um, and your quiz actually may be live at the time we're going to air it, um, either January or early February, right? Oh, yeah, for oh, sure. Oh, perfect. So, okay, good. Yeah, it's going to be live within days now. Oh, yes. Yeah, I just rebranded my website too. And so I'm super excited. I haven't even, I haven't had time to launch it a whole lot yet, but soon, I hope. But oh, it's super I like your website. I yeah. spent some time on it. I love it. Yeah. I love it too. She's great. The woman I work with is so amazing. She's like this beautiful graphic designer for women who coach. And, and so I absolutely loved working with her. She's just got this like mind. It's like a genius mind of art. I just wish I could do that. But yeah, I just don't have that. Well 
<laughs> cool. Well, is there anything else that you wanted to tell the audience before we wrap up? Goodness. Um, you know, I think that, you know, remembering that we are all human and that we're all, you know, kind of walking through life with all sorts of problems that need to be solved and all sorts of goals that we want to achieve. And that's what makes life so fun. So, you know, if you find yourself kind of twisting that perspective, um, I want you to remember that that is optional. That perspective is optional. And be aware that by default, your primitive brain always takes the lead. And so if you are coming at it from something, you know, that feels scary, um, just know that that is a very human part of the way your brain was meant to operate, but it doesn't have to be operating in that way. You can operate from the other side of your brain. And there are some very simple tools out there that you can start to use in that effort. So, but I would just say, remember that you're human and that you were built this way. Your brain was built this way. So go easy on yourself. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'm a doctor and we totally know it. It's just so difficult to work with, even though it's very safe and protects us. But yes, sometimes it can cause a little bit of issues in life for sure. Well, everyone, um, if you're interested um, in Tracy's work, check out her website and especially maybe even thinking about just applying some of her framework, you know, just to even either a few problems or some goals you have and, and just kind of do it a few minutes a day, see what you think. And then, you know, download some of her freebies and see what happens. It is life-changing. Um, you know, some of these frameworks work for, um, certain people and, and different frameworks for others. And so if this one is really resonating with you, I, this coaching, the coaching programs are just phenomenal. I've been through them and it was life-changing for me. It, it something where, um, I had just, you know, plateaued in so many different areas of my life until really I had done coaching and I just sort of just, whoo, it was like, I went over the mountain big time and could climb many mountains at the same time when I was doing coaching. So yeah, so Amazing. excited. Awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> Well, thanks so much for being on the show, Tracy. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Hey, everyone. I just wanted to say thank you so much for your support of Health is Power. It is a true labor of love. And if you haven't yet done so, please rate and review and hit subscribe on that podcast platform that you're listening to right now. As this increases our reach, it increases our ratings. This is a true, true labor of love. Um, and we're doing this for you for all the women who need this information and this education and this insight to help with their chronic health issues to live the life that they've always wanted to again. And don't forget, if you guys are interested in that sleep coaching program for teens, is nowadays it's 80% of teens are having issues with getting enough and deep quality sleep. And we have adapted an NIH-funded intervention program that one of the coaches, the coach facilitators for the program, Dr. Melanie Gold, got funded for as a co-investigator 
And we are currently putting on this teaching for teens as an eight-week program, teaching them all the mind-body therapies. We've done this for years. Um, Dr. Gold has done this for decades, and it has been shown to help these teens get better sleep. And they do do this at home. They do implement this themselves once they learn the tips and tricks. So feel free to email us to learn more at hello at healthispower.com. Go to our website. You can schedule a free consult with us and learn more about the program. There is um, no commitment. It's judgment-free, and we can just talk and see if your teen is a right fit. All right. I'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Have a wonderful time. Take care.